Welcome in to the Victory Sports Podcast. I am your host, Preston Victory. I hope you all are having an amazing week. Last week, we had an amazing record from a betting perspective, and we're hoping to continue that this week. Today, we've got John Mullen joining us and possibly Cam Maroos. Uh, they'll be hopping on here shortly, and we'll go over this week's matchups and give you our thoughts. Lots of good lines. I think um, you guys are going to enjoy what I have to say regarding uh, some of these big underdogs, especially with the possibility of Tyrod Taylor playing this week. I think there's some potential value with the Houston Texans, but no, yeah, I can't wait to get into it, and we'll get underway here shortly. Hey, John, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? We're getting through. Just uh, moved into a new place on Friday, so getting used to unpacking everything and getting the new room set up, but it's been pretty good. Awesome. Are you, it's like are you moving out of your parents' house? I was, yeah. Now I'm living in, like, downtown Syracuse. We got, I got an apartment, me and my brother. Oh, nice. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it's been pretty fun. You there, Cam? Yep, I'm here. What's up? Oh, not much. Just catching up with John. Yeah, I was uh, walking outside, so the car's still going around, so I was on mute for a second, but I'm back. Sweet. Oh, geez. Do you guys see J.J. Watts out for the year? Wait, what? Yeah, it's got an alert on my phone. I was pulling up my partial uh, sports book, and I saw he was out for the year. That dude is always Shoulder surgery. That dude is always hurt. I saw that he was out for Thursday. I didn't realize out for the year. God. Yeah. It's crazy. Gosh, I feel for him. He was he was killing Thanks. it for them. Yeah. I guess that's the perfect segue into uh this upcoming Thursday game. We got the Packers and Cardinals uh Thursday night football action. And also for like you mentioned, JJ Watt for the Cardinals is out now. Uh, Devontae Adams is on the COVID list for the Packers. And according to the Action Network, when it comes to the spread, Devontae Adams is worth one and a half to two points. Like he's one of the most valuable like wide receivers when it comes to points against the spread. I so, can definitely see that. Yeah, I was going to say, what are y'all's thoughts? Because the spread now is at, it's at six and a half, like fair for the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, I think Alan Lazard's out on my COVID list yep. too, right? Oh, yep, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're down to they're down yeah. down bad at wide receiver. And then Valdez Scanling's a game time decision because he's coming back from an injury. So they're they're all over the place. I guess in that case, I kind of would say I would lean I'd lean the Cardinals just based off um, who's available. I mean, I like Aaron Rodgers, but. I don't, he, he's been one of the worst quarterbacks when it comes to pressure. Like when he faces pressure, he's one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. So I don't like that. And the fact that he's got nobody to throw to, I mean, yikes. Yeah. I was yeah. going into this week. I was, I think the Packers would have won if it was like full strength or full strength. But um, I just think with Devonte out, possibly Lazard out too. Like Devonte is such a big part of their team and their offense that like, I guess it's going to be tough for them to overcome that against it. I mean, I think they'd be able to do it against a mediocre team, but the Cardinals are playing really well right now. So it's going to be tough. Yeah. I think, I think the Packers can cover, but 
I think the Cardinals end up winning, but they could field goal or so. Just because when you got Aaron Rodgers, you can you can stick in a game with Aaron Rodgers, but to win would be tough for them. It, it's definitely a tall task to say the least. So I definitely I don't know about you guys. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. There you go. I say I like the car. I'd take the Cardinals on the money line at least. I might put them in my parlay. Like I usually like to do a parlay money line bet now. So I might I might throw the Cardinals in there. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like in terms of picking the player prop for this week, at least when I looked, they, they like had barely anything for the Packers because there's so many like unknowns on who's playing that a lot of the stuff that I was looking for couldn't couldn't get many lines for the Packers. Yeah, especially when they don't know who's coming in as like the replacement for Devontae and Lazard. So like there's not that many there's no receivers right now in the pack except for Randall yeah. Cobb that's getting any lines. Yeah. Yeah, we may end up having to change that because I'm sure more player props will become available as we get closer and get a little bit more clarity. But for my player prop, I've I'm going with Zach Ertz for now. He's uh, I'm gonna take the over on him for over 30 and a half yards receiving on the game. I liked how he fit in with the team this past week. And, you know, he had that long touchdown and um, I'm hoping that I'm switching it up from the passing props, which I haven't had that much success with lately. So we'll see if the receiving props can um, come through for me. How many yards was that? Did you say three and a half yards? 30 and a half. half Oh, 30 and a half. Gotcha. I, for your for the record, John, I did also see it was three and a half catches was the line for him. Yeah, and that's why I was wasn't sure which one that he was picking. Yeah, thirty and a half yards received, like over thirty and a half yards receiving for him. Um, yeah, I like I like the hit the fit with him and the team, and I think they're going to be targeting him early. I don't I don't trust the this Packers defense, especially the safeties. Yeah, where, yeah, where do you know. go with Cam? Uh, I went with um, Aaron Jones uh, over 33 and a half receiving yards um, with all those receivers out. I think they're going to be doing a lot of screens. Um, if they had a line on AJ Dillon's receiving yards, I would go over that too, but I didn't see that in there. So I'm going over uh, Aaron Jones's yards. Yeah. I like that one. I like that a lot. I went with over three and a half catches for Christian Kirk. So I like did some research. Christian Kirk. Yeah, he's he's actually hit over three and a half in every week except for one. So I don't know. As a statistics guy, I feel like that's good odds. So I went with it. These like over under on catches has been my little hot streak on player props. So hopefully we can uh, Keep it going. I like it. So next game we've got. So we don't spend too much time on this, but Miami Dolphins at Buffalo Bills. Bills favored by 13 and a half points. Ugly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think Miami's going to be ugly cover. just like the first one. I think Miami's going to cover. I think 13 and a half is a lot of points. Tua just got back. He played decent last game and just couldn't pull out the win. I think that they're going to be able to um, be able to cover 13 and a half. They're definitely not going to win. But covering 13 and a half, I think they'll be able to do. No way. I, I disagree. But 
we've been you've been on the hot streak, so you're the you're the reliable guy. But I I watched the Bills play the Dolphins the first time, and even before Tua got hurt in that game, Bills were killing them. And I don't think anything's changed really for the Dolphins, except their confidence. I feel like it's even worse than where it was before. I mean, I have to agree with Cam here on this one because, I mean, two has been played pretty well since he got back from the injury. I mean, pro football focus um, has him rated pretty high. I think he was, like, ranked, like, the he had the fourth highest grade of any quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I, I got it right here. So, fourth highest grade of any quarterback in the NFL since returning from injury. I know the competition hasn't been great, but he has been playing a lot better, and it's a division game. I, I can't justify uh, – favoring the bills at home by double digits i think you know you're coming off a loss i, I could see them like rebounding but i think uh two is playing pretty decent right now to at least cover the spread against the bills you got any thoughts john my that i could that I convince you or no no i mean yeah i'm thinking about it now i, I was speechless <laughs> those were some you you pulled out some good facts right there i'm just i don't know I'm thinking about the Dolphins playing the Falcons. I, I think I could throw for a decent amount of yards against the Falcons defense. So. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, Carolina Panthers at Atlanta Falcons. Falcons favored hmm. by – Right on three. cue. Let's say, yeah, like speaking of which. Segway, John. <laughs> well, I think the Falcons defense is crap. But I like the Falcons against the Panthers because I don't even know what Panthers team is on the field anymore or who's going to be in quarterback. Like they got things they got to figure out. Till McCaffrey's back, I'm not taking the Panthers on any spread. I or, love. I mean, them. I love them early in the season, but not anymore. Darnold's looking like crap. I mean, it's he's struggling recently, and I don't know. I'm kind of surprised the Falcons are three-point favorites, I guess, because they're at home, but I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know if I really want to watch this game, if you want to be honest. Yeah, this is – I don't even know if it makes, like, the corner, like, TV screen, you know, like that one game that you're <laughs> kind of paying – you're kind of paying attention to, but not really. It's, like, more of just for betting purposes. I don't even know if this makes that because I've got – we'll talk about it later, but there's another game I think that's worthy of that uh, corner TV spot that I'm – very interested in betting on later, but we'll get into that later. So the, so this is actually a huge game on my TV screen. As much as I don't like the actual game, somehow one of my fantasy teams, I got, I got three Falcons players in the starting lineup. I don't want to talk about it. Bad injuries. But so, yeah, I'm, I'm huge into watching the Falcons games because they decide if I win in this one fantasy league or not. Who do you have? Because I bet you, you probably have the tight end. I have uh, Kyle Pitts, yeah, Kyle Pitts. Matt, Matt Ryan, because my quarterbacks are all hurt or terrible. And then I have Mike Davis as well as one of my running backs. Okay. I, I can see that. At least I'll say, because, like, yeah, Kyle Pitts, I mean, he's he's legit. He's actually worth watching. Yeah, yeah, he's starting to turn it on, which has been good for my fantasy team. He's breaking some rookie tight end records, or at least like leading the pace of where he could set those records. So it'll be interesting to see if he can keep that up. 
good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think kill numbers will go down a little bit with Ridley starting to come back and getting back into it now, but we'll see. Hopefully. Philadelphia Eagles at Detroit Lions. Lions, or sorry, the Eagles are favored by three and a half points on the road. This is a very gross game. Another gross game. I promise the games get better. Yeah, I, I, th- yeah. This week sounds pretty boring going through at this rate. That's it. The Lions are going to pull it out. This is the this is their week. I'm feeling it. I do. Dan Campbell's going to get time. the boys get the boys rallied. Yeah, I do. I am on that train too. I think it's time. I mean, they're playing good football. They're like competing with every team. They competed with the Ravens. They competed with the Rams. They just. I think this is where they get over the hump. I'm probably going to – the Eagles are looking bad. Yeah, they're not good. I think I might end up staying away from this game just because the Lions – I mean, I feel like one week they're competing really good. Like, you know, the one week they're competing against Baltimore. Then, of course, you got last week where they compete against the Rams. But then other weeks, like, where you're thinking, okay, this is it. They're going to beat the Bengals. That that one time they hosted them, I actually was like – I took the Lions on the money line, and I was very wrong. So – I don't. I just can't justify trust trusting the Lions team. But if you guys have the the balls to do that, then I tip my cap to you. I wouldn't say I necessarily trust them. I more say that I just I don't know. I don't trust the Eagles either. Is that is that a valid Fair enough. Uh, argument? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who I trust trust less. I think that Detroit's definitely going to get a win at some point, and I feel like this is going to be. This is a good as good opportunity as any for it. So, fair enough. I didn't want to avoid that. I guess zero seventeen record now. Yeah, that'd be a X. I mean, I can't really talk because we went zero sixteen and one fifteen as the Browns fans. But I mean, zero seventeen would be tough. Yeah, I mean, at least uh, the Lions would find a way to screw it up. But at least you guys were able to. Uh, the Browns were able to turn. Uh, that number one overall pick into something and actually kind of get uh, some momentum going. Absolutely. No. All right. The games start to get a little bit better from here. Uh, Tennessee Titans at the Indianapolis Colts. Colts are favored. Oh, of course, he says he says the games are getting better as a Titans fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am sorry, but this game is ab- it is absolutely ridiculous. You are getting a ton of value as a Titans like a uh, team right now, who is being the Chiefs and the Bills. And I know from a sports betting perspective, they are definitely due for a little bit of a decline. But come on, like you 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 can't trust this Colts team. They they're they got a ton of injuries. Carson Wentz, the only reason he's playing any better is because of the running game from uh, Jonathan Taylor. And I think the Titans are going to be able to shut that down. I mean, they shut down Mahomes, Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill last week. They can do it again. Their defense has been outperforming expectations. I think this is an easy, like, Titans plus one and a half. What do you guys think from an object? I guess you could say objective point of view. It, I don't know. It's it's surprising to me too that the Titans are, um, they're underdogs in this. I guess like home field advantage is a thing, but yeah, I don't know. That's what almost makes me nervous because I would expect the Titans to be like I don't know maybe minus two and a half, minus three in this, and they're plus one. So that's like it's almost want daring me to take the line. Um, 
I don't know. I do. I do think the Titans are better than the Colts. I think the Colts have also been overperforming a little bit. So I don't know. I'd probably, I'd probably take the Titans in this one. Can you say it's going to be a good one. Two, two hot teams kind of meeting at, meeting at the right time. I think this is going to be a fun one. The Colts have been playing really well. I'm, I'm a big Carson Wentz fan. I think he's kind of showing the Eagles that they kept the wrong quarterback. If you look at what the Eagles Ugh. are doing and how the Colts are doing, but um, yeah, I, I think you got to take the Titans plus one. It'll be interesting because I know the Colts style of play is different than the Chiefs and the Bills, and the Titans have had their success against the Chiefs and the Bills, but still, I'm still going to take the Titans here. Love it. Titans are Super Bowl bound. Can't wait to watch them in L.A. Oh, goodness. Next, oh, next, goodness. next game. Next game, host. Next game. <laughs> Los Angeles Rams at Houston Texans. Rams favored by 14 and a half. I think, I think Tyrod's coming back this week. Is that correct? Has anyone else heard that? I have been hearing rumors practicing. He's practicing today, and if he if I hear anything about him starting, this will be my underdog pick. The Texans plus 14 and a half. Yeah, I think they cover. He just makes them a much more composed and better team. Like they're not gonna beat the Rams, but I think there's they'll at least keep it close with Tarod there. They'll score a couple points, they'll control the clock a little better than with Davis Mills throwing pick sixes every other throw. Yeah. I like for now I don't have them as my underdog but um I'm watching the injury report closely because I'm sure the line's going to move at least a couple points if yeah, um yeah if maybe it goes down to like 10 and a half yeah I'm thinking if I can keep it above 13 I think you're getting pretty good value regarding um the Texans being able to cover with Tyrod because I mean he has been out for a while so it's it's to be expected that he, he'll be a little bit rusty, but um, yeah. until Tyrod no is No Mark Ingram, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw trade. Yeah, he was traded to the Saints. Yeah. Well, I did not see that, actually. Yeah, it, it was wow. just, traded today. Yeah, it was like late today, so. Hmm. For what did they say? Uh, yeah, I didn't get Six-round pick or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Surprised the Ravens didn't trade for Ingram. They could use it. Okay. okay. Big trust. We lost, we'll, one, we'll... we lost one game. Give us a break. <laughs> that wasn't try. That actually wasn't try a better shot. Not, I mean, you guys... not all of us can beat the Chiefs and the Bills back to back weeks. <laughs> well, now you're just or the like... Broncos. Or the Broncos. <laughs> yeah. That was the most impressive thing of last week. The fact that the Browns won that game. And I'm a Ravens fan, and I can't believe that just came out of my mouth. But that was a big time win. Uh, I'll take I mean, that. I'm saving that quote from you, John. I'm putting it on my fridge. I think that you guys was a big time win. That was a good one. I think you guys should listen to my take on. Um, it was on Monday's episode. It was like later in it, but I don't think the Browns should give Baker a contract extension. I actually think the line God, doesn't. Colin Cowherd. I, I agree with I, I agree I agree with him, but I make I do think I mean there's there's not a big difference between him and Case Keenum. There's not. There's a there is. Can I you mean, can was, you give us your best Colin Cowherd yeah. voice? Say that same line. <laughs> Try to be Colin. Be Colin. B 
Colin. I don't have a Colin Coward voice in uh, me, but uh. <laughs> I think it's very obvious. Baker, every time Baker has been asked to throw in crucial situations, he has failed this year. He has had shot. Now, like the one game I think that he deserves, the Browns should have won that they ended up losing was the Chargers game because they got screwed on that pass interference call. That was that was BS. But um, the other two games, I mean, he, he just – he hasn't been it. I mean – I mean, no. to be fair, he played. He was playing amazing throughout the first three weeks of the year before he injured his shoulder. Yeah, and then I, that he started playing bad. I agree, but I think that watching that game, uh, I was there on Thursday, and the offense that we ran around Case is just such a different offense than what we run with Baker. Like we did not throw a pass over like five yards downfield the whole game. Like our biggest pass was thirty yard, thirty something yard to Hooper. And it was a tight end screen that he just took 30-something yards. So, like, it's not like we were pushing the ball down the field at all. So, that's not something that's, like, sustainable. Like, Case is a great, great backup to have. I'm very thankful we have him on our team. But you can't ask him to start more than a couple of games a year. Like, he can step in in that situation, like, Thursday and play good enough to win. But Is Baker actually – is he in line to start? Yeah, he practiced today. He was at full practice today. So, he's – the swelling has gone down. They're going to see like how it feels after today's practice, but I think he's going to be playing. Okay. Interesting. A little bit of a spoiler. I actually do. This will be my favorite game. Um, I'm taking the Browns minus three and a half against. uh, Wait, we haven't gotten to that one. I don't mean to skip ahead. Well, yeah, I'll just, I'll edit that part out. How did the Browns come up? Crap. How did they come up? Oh, because you were talking about the, uh, the Chiefs or the Titans beating the Chiefs and the Bills, and that was being super impressive. And then I said the, the Broncos, and then you're like, "Well, actually, I was super impressed." Mm-hmm. But I was, and then we just kind of oh, got yeah. downward spiral. Yeah, <laughs> but oh, I like that, it. We we'll talk about the Browns. That really did spiral out. You might need to edit that. <laughs> that. The power of editing is is unbelievable. You can just like change everything. You're like, did I say that? I'm like, yeah, according to how I edited it, yeah. <laughs> oh, it all started with Preston's cheap shot about Mark Ingram. Yeah, yeah. Now I remember. Well, I wasn't trying to do a cheap <laughs> shot. That was not a cheap shot. I, th- I think I was actually trying to help you guys because you guys could. You, you even you have to admit, John, that you you would take a good running back right now because Lamar is your passing yeah. game and your running game. Like you guys need a yeah. running back. I mean, I like Latavius Murray, but we didn't have him last week, and it's definitely we're definitely down without him. I think I'll agree the rest the other three are a bunch of hooligans <laughs> trying to fit in yeah Levy Le- Le- and Bell does not deserve to be in the league anymore all right uh Bengals at Jets Jets or Bengals favored by 10 and a half I love this game I'm survivor pick of the week that's a good way of looking at it. I was looking at it from against the spread perspective, and I love the Jets plus 10 and a half. This is, this is beautiful. It'll be interesting. Really? I kind of trap. I see you that, think like a trap the, game? Just like the Jets and the Titans. I mean, you could honestly, like, you could have seen that game coming a mile away. This is the exact same situation. The Bengals are riding high. They beat the Ravens like good. They're feeling good about themselves, but I mean, they're gonna. They're, there's no way that they're gonna be able to reach that same level of intensity that they had last week against the lowly Jets. 
And I think the Jets find a way to cover. They're awful, like not a good team, but Jets also got humiliated last week. And I do, I know like Cam might point out, this is a Colin Coward take and it is, but bad teams that got to get humiliated tend to bounce back the week after I do. I think that's a very logical and reasonable take. So I like the Jets to cover here. I agree with that. I think that, I think Cincinnati's going to win, but I think that without, like with Joe Flacco at quarterback for the Jets, they're not going to take any big risks. He's not going to try and throw some crazy pass. He's not going to throw a bunch of picks like Zach Wilson might have. So I think that's going to make it, um, I guess, a closer game and not give Cincinnati like easy points. Um, so I think that they'll, I think they could see them covering. Um, and I don't think it's going to be like a crazy blowout like it might have been if there was a lot of mistakes being made on offense by the Jets if Zach Wilson was throwing picks. What do you think, John? I think this, this game is going to get ugly. But I think I'm a little biased as a Ravens fan, but seeing the Ravens get destroyed by that Bengals D-line, and now we're putting immobile Joe Flacco back there, I don't see I don't see the Jets sticking around in this one. Uh, this I, is a game, when it comes to actually putting some money down, I'm probably going to try and tease the Bengals to minus six and a half and then take them there. I would say if it, gets, if it gets down to that, then yeah, I would absolutely take the Bengals, but I just think they can't, they can't reach the level of intensity. Like when you have that emotional high, like they did, I mean, I even think about it from like when we were, we were all still playing, like when it, it's tough sometimes after you play like such a big game and you win to uh, come back and play like a crappy team and still reach that same level of intensity that you had like the week before or a couple nights before. So I like yeah, the Jets. Definitely. All right. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at Cleveland Browns. Cam's team. Oh, yeah. We're uh, getting a lot of guys back. It's going to be the first time we're going to have a starting offensive line back all playing healthy since week one. I believe so. I mean, that's going to be awesome. Then we're going to get Chubb back. Dearness played great last week, so he'll be able to do like a one-two punch, kind of step into Kareem's role. And then, I mean, Baker's going to be back at the helm too, so I think we're going to win this game. I think we'll win it by by a score. I'll be there cheering on the Brownies on Halloween. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think – I think Miles Garrett will be completely destroying immobile Big Ben, making him throw some dumb passes, sacking him a few times. So, I'm looking forward to it. I agree. I mean, I think um, I know Jack Conklin, who actually used to play for Tennessee. Um, I believe he's getting back now. I like him a lot. He's a beast. I'll say I was sad to uh, lose him to you guys, but I mean, that's definitely y'all's game. Um, I think regardless of who the quarterback is, whether it is Case Keenum or um, Baker Mayfield, I think um, when you put the Browns defensive front versus the Steelers, terrible offensive line, and you got an immobile quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger who can't throw the ball downfield, I think that's a recipe for disaster. And, you know, the whoever like whoever's playing quarterback doesn't need to really – I think, you know, if they put up 20 points, they're going to win this game easy. So I definitely like the Browns to win comfortably here. I think, you know, this is like a 24-10 type of game. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for a tie. For a tie, yeah. <laughs> just, just take them as a Ravens fan. Let's bring them both down. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. 
I don't really, I don't know where to go with this spread. I could give an argument on both sides. So let's hope for a tie and I'm going to stay away from this game. Betting wise. Fair enough. Fair enough. San Francisco 49ers at Chicago Bears. 49ers are favored by three and a half points. Ugh, I don't like that. I just want to say I can't believe that the line for the over-under is 39 and a half, and I was seriously contemplating the under for this game. I never thought I would look at a 39 and a half and think that an NFL game could go under that. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I saw that and I was like, oh, that's a good over candidate. Then I, I started th- actually thinking about it. And these Jimmy, like Jimmy G's a fraud. Justin Fields is a baby who does not have any uh, support around him. I mean, it's, it's a recipe for an under. Like I seriously considered it. The 49ers are good for their first two drives that they have scripted before every game. After that, they do nothing on offense. In the Bears, I don't even think Justin Fields can get a pass off with that O-line before he gets hit, sacked, has to scramble out of the pocket. But yeah, I, I don't I don't know. This is gonna be an ugly game. Yeah. I like a lot of the games this week and a lot of the lines. Um, this is not one of them. I don't really know what to make of this. Like just like you were saying, John, like 39 and a half, do you think that's like oh sure fire over? Like I was honestly feel like I'd be more likely to bet the under in this game than the over, and it's even with it being so low. And I don't, you can't I don't know, what though, the, right? Like I'm still That's thinking about it in terms of putting money on it. You can't put an under on thirty nine and a half points, can you? Have you watched these two teams play though? Like, are they going to score any points? Like, their only chance is if like Debo Samuel catches a few screen passes and they go to the house. Ah. <sighs> Wow, it's just—it's such a low number. <laughs> well, I'll say I, because of it being such a low number, I do think taking the Bears plus three and a half—I think that's a good number to take them at. Um, I think a, like a low-scoring, sloppy game that plays right into the favor of uh, the underdog in the spread. So I'll be sitting happy with the Bears. I think I'm probably just going to end up saying you know, I contemplated taking it. Um, as the over, I think I'm just ultimately going to stay away. I think there's a couple of better options. I'd agree. No. All right. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at Seattle Seahawks. Jaguar Seahawks favored yeah. by three and a half. And man, oh man, who wants to take the Jaguars with me? Man, does this week have stinker games left and right? This is another one that's kind of be a stinker of a game but i'm with you oh yeah rule anyone playing against geno smith I'm all about jags. i think i'm on your guys side too i don't know i think the the jags kind of got a little monkey off their back when they won their first game they got a whole week to prepare and build off that so like i don't know i think that they're maybe have be able to score some points and i don't know if i'm confident that geno smith can so i guess that means the jags i think they might i think they're going to cover and i think they could win Honestly, I might do a, I might end up doing an underdog uh, parlay bet on the money line, and I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna include Jacksonville in it because, yeah, no, I like this a lot because the Jags. I mean, I think the media sort of overreacted a little bit to Urban mm-hmm. Meyer's um, inability to coach in the NFL. Like, it appears that I think the Jack, like I think he could coach in the NFL. 
I just don't think he does a good job with all the other stuff that comes with being an NFL head coach, like the media and just handling all the um, perceptions and everything. So I, I, I like the Jaguars to win here, actually, not just the cover. Anyone got any takes there or good to move on? Yeah, I think we're all in agreement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, I think we're all in agreement on the same side here. Mm-hmm. All right, New England Patriots at uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers favored by four and a half. It's, I don't have any major reaction to this game, to be honest. I mean, I could honestly see it going over because. The, I, every time I think the Patriots are a good bet to bet the under, they just keep getting overs. Um, I've bet on them a couple times on the under, and they just always seem to not do that. So I like the over potentially in this game. Yeah, yeah, I do. I, this is actually the over that I took. I think both these teams actually match up. If you think about what their offenses offenses do, they match up really well against the defense as they're playing. If you think about the Chargers, they have a terrible run defense, and that's kind of the, what the Patriots want to do with Damian Harris. They want to run the ball. And the Chargers is the Chargers' offense. They like to light up the scoreboard. So I think there's a great chance of going over. Yeah, I mean, the Pats seem to play up and down to their competition. They're always in a close game. So I think that I think at the very least it'll be an entertaining game to watch. I think that also it could be a big uh, or an interesting spot with the Chargers coming off the loss of the Ravens and their bye to see if they're actually going to be able to bounce back or if that uh, what they look like against the Ravens is more what they're actually going to be uh, towards the year, which I guess which Chargers we're going to get. So I think it'll be an interesting game to watch, that's for sure. A lot better than some of the other games we've seen this weekend. Yeah, I agree. All right, Washington football team at Denver Broncos. Broncos favored by a field goal. This is just two crappy teams that have nothing to look forward to, and neither one of them have a good quarterback. I mean, they've got the okay rosters around them, but I think that's really all there is to it. Yeah, I think this is like a spark game. If that makes sense. I mean, I think whoever wins this game, I think it's going to give them a little kick in the butt to kick it into gear for the next stretch of the season. I mean, Washington could sure use it to kind of get back on track and even try to fight in the conversation of the playoffs. And if Denver wins this, they go back to 500. And who knows? Then this could kick off their season. So I think this is a big one. So I think if whoever loses this game, those seasons and a big time trouble. Yeah, I agree 100% with that. I don't know. I don't know. Like, part of me feels like, I mean, Teddy's so injured. I was watching from last week game against the Browns. Like, he was just so immobile and didn't look like himself. Um, so I'd be interested to see if he's any, any healthier this week um, with how bad Washington's been playing as a whole. I think that this could be a spot where Denver bounces back and kind of gets back on track a little bit. Um, but also you never know with Heineke, you know, you could just show up and have a, have a nice game every once in a while, some huge plays um, and pull out a win, but then 
Like Washington could go back in the dumps the next week. You never kind of know with them and with him especially. So I don't know. I'll probably stay away from this game betting wise, but I'd like to see Washington win, I think. Yeah. I mean, if I had to pick a team, I'd probably pick like Washington, but yeah, I, I probably won't. I'll probably stay away from this game just because too in, like these teams are a little too inconsistent for me. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at New Orleans Saints. I think this is probably the game of the weekend. You got the Bucks favored by five and a half on the road. Yeah, yeah we got prime time Jameis. Exactly. Never know what's going to happen. Yes, it'll, exactly. It'll be interesting. You know, it, it's crazy to think that the Saints win this. I think they take the lead in the division, which the way the Bucks have been playing, you'd be it's kind of crazy to think that they could fall to second place. Yeah, I mean it's I mean it's similar, I guess, to uh, Cincinnati at uh, Baltimore. Not to bring up a sore memory, John, but I mean you have this. <laughs> I deserve this. I I ran my mouth in the last podcast, so yeah, I'm ready. I'm, ready. I'm not here to lecture you too much, but. <laughs> Uh, you got uh, <laughs> the Bucks, who are, I mean, they've been playing ridiculously good. And I don't know, I think they're like they're due for a little bit of a regression. And I mean, the Saints at home as a dog, I mean, five and a half points. I mean, I got to take them. I mean, Jameis has been playing like he's been playing good. He's not great, obviously. But I saw one stat that he was the only quarterback in the NFL where he had not like this this shocked me no turnovers when he has a clean pocket he's the only quarterback in the nfl that uh can say that apparently it's because he got that lasik now we can finally see i was gonna say exactly i mean like i i do I can wonder. see clearly now the rain. <laughs> <laughs> why did he not get that earlier in his career i feel like the, that would have probably helped Ooh, i don't know i don't know yeah absolutely i don't know who, who knows why it took him so long to get it. But the point is now he can see. So that's what makes, it, makes a difference. Yes. So we think this. the Bucs could lose it because no Gronk and Marshawn Lattimore owns Mike Evans. Like father-son relationship as well. own. And AB AB's on, out. AB was on crutches today at practice, so I don't think he's going to be playing. Yeah, I'm putting I'm, – I'm betting the Saints for money. I didn't put it in my bets, but I will be putting money in the Saints. Yeah, no, I like I like the Saints here. I would say, I mean, the 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 only thing I would say that would worries me a little bit is the one thing that the Buccaneers defense is really good at is stopping and run. And what do the Saints do like like to do is they like to run the ball and try to take pressure off of Jameis Winston. So I think that um, could force Jameis to throw the ball a little bit more than what he has in the past. But of course, the problem is, is the Buccaneers secondary isn't particularly good. So I think it's going to be a little weakness on weakness. And it'll be interesting to see who ends up winning that matchup. But I like the Saints at home. I think the Bucks are due for a little bit of regression. Um, yeah, I can see myself like, yeah, throw, throw it in the underdog money line parlay. I'll, I'll throw the Saints in there. I like that. On my own then, I guess. I got the, I got the Bucks on this. I mean, yes, yes, there's those guys out. Like Gronk's out. AB's probably out. But like – Guys, they the Saints just barely beat the Seahawks with Geno Smith that we just crapped on a little bit ago. Like, and they still got Tom Brady, 
on the Bucks, and their offense is clicking in all cylinders. They were out AB and Gronk last week, and we saw what they did to the um, the Bears defense. It's apparently pretty solid. So I don't know. I got the Bucks. It's only you should still favorites by less than a touchdown. Was it five and a half? So like, I think they went. Who's Tom giving the ball to? Who did you give it to last week? They won by like fifty. Mike Evans had three touchdowns. Okay, then let's move on to the next guy. We got Scott Humphrey yeah. still there. Who else we got? Scotty got Miller, Brate, OJ Howard. I think with Mike Evans being irrelevant in this game, I think the Saints got a chance. I don't say they don't have a chance. I just don't think they're going to win. And I think the Bucs are going to win by seven. Agree to disagree. Yeah. Let's see. The Bengals beat the Jaggers by a field goal, and and then they beat Baltimore by who knows how many. So. Wait, what? why are we Keep bringing, bringing it up? Bengals? Keep bringing it up. <laughs> You're going to need to cut that out because that made no sense why we just brought up the Bengals no, again. We got to keep that in. We got to keep that in. That's the best. That was, <laughs> that was completely relevant. That was completely relevant for the whole podcast. I the, the logic I was making there was so like, so Cam mentioned how um, they barely beat the Saints, barely beat the Seahawks. Well, the Bengals barely beat the Jaguars, but yet they blew out the Ravens. I foresee something similar where they play the Saints play out of their minds. They have all the momentum, underdog mentality, come out guns blazing against the Bucks, and they're able to pull the upset. That's the correlation I'm trying to make. But yeah, I, I get it. Can we can we limit the Ravens analogies? Come on, like we 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 lost. I know, I know. It's a shocker to see the Ravens lose. We won't lose again. Anyway, I'll hold lose again the whole I was like season. Th- I'm like this. I'll hold you to that one. All right, moving on. Dallas Cowboys at Minnesota Vikings. Vikings are Cowboys favored by a point and a half. It was two and a half earlier today. So this game is going to be electric. Both these teams that love playing high scoring, close games with crazy crap happening all the time. It's going to be a great game. I'm very excited. I would have to agree with you. And I may be in the minority of this, but I am riding on the Minnesota Vikings in this game, not only to cover the spread, but to win. I think the Cowboys are due for a regression. They got lucky against the Patriots um, a couple weeks ago, especially when it came to the spread. I was very upset to see that they ended up covering, but you know, you can't go undefeated against the spread. Like this Cowboys are overvalued. Uh, The Vikings are the right side, I think in this one. I'm riding it. We're riding the undefeated streak. Give me the Cowboys spread. Yeah, I, think. I don't know. If, I, they, I, I could be talking into how the Vikings could win because I can see that happen, but I'm riding it. Anyone that's undefeated with the spread through seven weeks, I am on it, and let's go for a ride. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that the Cowboys offense is just looking so good. Like, it's just clicking on all cylinders. So, like, even if the Vikings score, like, I know they will. Like, I'm not – You'll get a few turnovers probably from the Vikings because that's just what the Cowboys defense is doing this year. So, I mean, I don't know. I think I'd probably ride with the, the Cowboys in this situation. I think they're going to win the game. Um, and it's not a big enough spread to, like, deter, deter me from taking the points. So, I'll probably go with the Cowboys. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Monday night football, last game of the week. New York Giants at Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs favored by 10 points. We all know what we have to do here regarding the spread. Giants plus nine and a half, baby. 
Too many points. I was like, playing like buns. Doesn't doesn't matter. You gotta take the points with the Giants. Oh yeah. This is this is Giants all the way. Not even like I I saw that like the Chiefs should not be favored by double digits against anyone. Like as as great as the Titans played, the Chiefs like they beat themselves in a lot of aspects of the game. And they are just not doing great right now. Mahomes is turning the ball. I think he leads the league in, uh, or he's tied for the league league in interceptions with Zach Wilson. And I think he also leads the lead in general for turnovers. So I, I, the giants are awful. They're terrible. I don't, I don't like Danny dimes at all, but chiefs should be fair by 10 points. Should be like at least like maybe six and a half, maybe seven. John, Guys, it's the it's the New York Giants. I I know the New York football if Giants. The Chiefs are going to get back on track. It's going to be right here, and they're going to cover the spread and win by thirty five. You realize how bad the Chiefs are against the spread, John? Right? I know. Still see that. I makes me I just. Oh, you can't be like I mean, the Chiefs like, got to get back on track. This is it's getting it silly how bad they're playing, and I think this is a great chance for them to just fundamentally annihilate the Giants. John, I'm just telling. I mean, Chiefs are they're awful against the spread. They're the be- the best way to make money in sports betting right now is to bet against the Chiefs against the spread. That's just how like. I think they are like three and like twelve or something like that against the spread. Yeah, what, what's the Giants' record against the spread? I bet you they're also three and twelve. They beat the Panthers. I'm pretty sure last week. So I know yeah. they. I, I, I know they won. I know they won last week. So yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, this is. I just. I don't. I don't Come on, Giants. Times is better on the road. This is. They true. used all their trick plays against Carolina. How many more trick plays do they have? I don't know, but I mean, I'm just telling you, take Danny Dimes with us, jump in the foxhole, and just thank us later when you win. I'm staying away from it. I, right. I can I see both points, but I, I probably will not bet this game. Nah, fair enough. But uh, all right, so that concludes the, this week's games. Some very subpar matchups, I think we could all agree. Um during this week, but you know, we've got a, we got a few uh, good ones Titans, Colts, um, Steelers at Browns. That always will be an entertaining game. Patriots at Chargers, Bucks, Saints, Cowboys, Vikings. It, it won't, it won't be a bad NFL week. There's no such thing as one, but yeah, uh, got to gotta enjoy every week to watch football. No, yeah, and amen, then, exactly. But and then I don't know, do you guys see, um, this is off topic from football, but you guys see the NLL news um, getting signed with ESPN for uh, media rights. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. That. Yeah. I've never really watched. I mean, in NLL games, like honestly, like as much as like I followed it maybe a little bit, but like I like playing box and watching box, but I just never end up have watching their games, and I think it's mostly because I just don't know where they're ever on to watch them. So I'm excited to be on ESPN. No, me too. I mean, I think that's the reason why I never watched the MLL, you know, much was because they were never on like hardly on TV at all. And with the PLL being on TV, just basically every week in their playing, I mean, it's so easy that, you know, 
I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Cam. I would, I'm definitely going to be watching it when it eventually comes on. So very excited for that. And then um, back to uh, sports betting. Uh, John, do you want to kick us off with your five gambling picks for the week? Sure. I've got – let me pull it up. Okay, I've got the over for the Chargers versus the Patriots at 48-and-a-half. I've okay. got the, un, the under for the Colts and Titans game, under 50-and-a-half. My favorite I'm taking is the Falcons minus three against the Panthers. And my underdog, I'm taking Washington against the Broncos plus three. And my player prop is over three and a half catches for Christian Kirk. Okay. Do you well? You said your over was um, Patriots Chargers. Yep. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I like that pick a lot. Um, I don't know if I see the Washington uh, pick as much, but I mean, you know, Taylor Heineke, he he he's got some ability. He's not a great quarterback, but I I, I could see this is a good spot for them. I could. I, I wouldn't personally make the pick, but I, I see where you're going. Yeah, it's just the Broncos can't beat the third strings of the Browns. I think Washington can pull this one out. No. I will shot at the Browns there, but I do like the Chargers pass over. I'm not crazy about your other picks, but I don't also I don't hate them. So we're kind of just like middle of the road. I don't know if I'd take the same lines, but I don't think I'd take the other the opposite of them either. No, no, and not a shot at the Browns. Just a facts. You guys played with your third strings and backup quarterbacks. Like just how it how it went. Fair enough. Somewhat. Yeah. All right, Cam, you want to go next? Yeah. Um, so player prop. We already talked about Aaron Jones over three, three and a half receiving yards. Um with all those Packers wide receivers out, they're going to have to throw to someone. So I think a lot of screens or short passes and Aaron Jones, I think will easily get over 33 and a half. Um, my favorite bucks minus five. Um, we talked about this a little earlier, but I mean, I think the bucks are just rolling right now. I know the saints, um, having my Marshall Lattimore will be able to guard Mike Evans and with AB and Gronk out that might cause some issues, but I just think five points, um, with the, the bucks offense rolling the way it is. And being able to stop the run the Saints love to do. Um, I think that should be be fine. I think they should be able to cover five, no problem. Uh, underdog, Giants plus nine and a half. I just think the Chiefs are not playing well. Their defense isn't playing well. Their offense isn't playing well. So, I mean, I think that the Chiefs will probably win this game, but I just think it might not be that hard for the Giants to, to cover nine and a half in this situation. My over – Bengals Jets 42 and a half. I think that the Bengals get in the 30s by themselves, which means the Jets only really need to score 10. And I don't think the, the Bengals defense is really that crazy. So I think that the Jets could could put up maybe 10 to 15 points and then leave the rest up to the Bengals to score it by themselves. And then the under, I'm taking the Eagles and Lions under 48 and a half. Um, I don't think either of these offenses are playing really well. I think it's going to be a close game, um, close, low-scoring game. I can see it like 2017, something along those lines. Um, so that's probably where I think they're not going to get to get to 48 and a half. Um, so I'm taking the under there. I like those picks. Um, 
what was it like? What was it, you said like under again one more time? Yeah, my under was the Lions Eagles forty eight and a half. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's I'd say that's a sloppy game because the Eagles they're very good on script, but then they, and then they like to pick it up in the fourth quarter. But that's only when they're down by a lot, and it's the Lions. They're not going to be down by a lot if they are down. So yeah, I like it. Yeah, thank I, mean, you, thank I you. have have my my fair share of comments, but you're in first place, so I'm gonna keep them in. You've been making <laughs> a good picks, No, so. tell me, tell me, what are your no, are your no, comments? we're we're good. I'm gonna keep keep my mouth shut on this one. We'll see, see how you do. Listen to the expert. All right, <laughs> All right. Uh, for my picks on the week, I've got um, my favorite. Uh, Steals at the Browns. Browns minus three and a half. I think um, regardless of that quarterback, the, the Browns will roll. Steelers just they're a really bad team. Um, underdog, I've got Vikings at Cowboys. Vikings plus two and a half. Um, I think the Cowboys are due to finally lose when it comes to the spread and also just uh, lose in general. I think they're due for an upset. Cowboys are overinflated by a lot. Uh, Patriots at Chargers. I've got the over in this game, like John, 48 and a half. Um, under, got Giants at Chiefs, um, under 52 and a half points. I think um, Chiefs are playing sloppy ball. I think, you know, they have a chance to um, take a step in the right direction this week. I just don't think that it's going to, you can't fix all the issues that they have in one week. So I don't predict a, an explosion and the giants, I mean, they'll be able to move the ball against Kansas city, but um, I actually liked Kansas city's ability to stop Derrick Henry last week. Uh, Henry only averaged three yards a carry despite uh, the chiefs being, uh, I think it was, they were like dead last or one of the worst teams in the NFL when it comes to run defense. So I think that like the chiefs defense is slightly undervalued. And I think that's a good under pick. And then for my player prop in the Cardinals and Packers game, I've got Zach Ertz over 30 and a half yards receiving. Reactions. I think you got some interesting ones. You're picking a lot of the the big games of the week. So it'll be interesting to see with like just like the Steelers, Browns, and Vikings, Cowboys. I think those are two of the better games of the week. So it'll be interesting. Hopefully those go your way. Yeah, I feel pretty good about um, the Vikings game. I know that one may not be as popular. I will look into – I might switch that game depending if Tyrod Taylor is named the starter for this upcoming Sunday's game. I'll think yeah. about it. But um, for now, uh, with what we currently have information-wise, I'm – I like the Vikings. It was between them and the Giants. I, I really like the Giants too, but I, I just I trust the Vikings team more than I do the Giants team, even though the you know the Chiefs are terrible against the spread. Yeah, both teams coming off of a bye. I don't know how common that is, but I feel like just from my gut, I feel like that's not super common that two teams play each other off a bye. I can't wait to watch the Trayvon Diggs and uh, Justin Def- Jefferson matchup. I think that's going to be an exciting one and be curious to see who emerges victorious. Yeah, I agree. I also like your picks, especially uh, the Ertz one. I think that he just meshes with Kyler pretty well. So I think you get like 
even if he catches one or two balls, I think we'll get the over on the yards there. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I haven't had too much luck regarding the player props recently. So, you know, we'll see if it works out. But I like my other picks too. So feeling good. They can get the player props can get you. There's so so many options. Oh, I know it's, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, I felt good about I thought Case Keenum for sure would throw for 200. I think it was like 217 or something like that. And I was like, you couldn't even throw for 200. So I was disappointed on that. But. Yeah, mine last week, I think, hit in the first quarter. So they're on different sides of the boat on that one. Yeah. That's the life of sports betting. You win some, you lose some. And, yeah. you know, ones you probably should have won, you end up losing. Cam, I'm surprised you didn't take something – for the Thursday game. Usually you're all about saying, oh, I'm two for two to start the week after Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, all the COVID stuff's got me weird. I probably would have taken – if Devontae was in, I would have taken the Packers as my my underdog with a plus six and a half to cover. So that would have been – that would have been my two for two of the week. But, you know, can't can't pick, a, pick them all. So I'm, I'll just go with the player prop for Thursday night. Perfect. Love it. Love it. Well, hey, I appreciate you guys hopping on late. I know it's especially um, – I'm assuming you guys are both in Easter time, so it's almost midnight where you guys are at. So, appreciate you guys coming on. Yeah, no yeah. problem. Sh- shout out Syracuse basketball. They won their first exhibition game today. Start of a good season. Go Orange. Awesome. Also, shout out Carmelo <laughs> Anthony airballing a game-tying three-pointer tonight for the Lakers. Get the next one. I would like we to say you, that you jinxed him, John. You jinxed him. But yep, we, we, st- we still love you, Carmelo. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, Preston, thank you very much for having us on. As always, always a great time. No, awesome. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having it. And, yeah, I'll talk to you guys soon. Yep. Thanks, Preston. Yeah, see you guys. See you. Thanks. See you. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Always love having Cam and John on um for the uh victory sports bet we've got uh cam is actually in the leaderboard right now he is in first place with a record of let's see he's a 14 10 and uh one uh the one being a push when the um when we all took the packers as um a three-point favorite against the Bengals. but yeah he's 14 10 and one uh john's 13 11 one and i'm 12 and 12 and one so I'm looking to get back on the winning side. Big week for me coming up. Look forward to it. Um, As always, I appreciate all of you guys tuning in. We've got an interview coming on Friday. We're going to talk a little bit of baseball and World Series action with my good friend and also accounting nerd, uh, Matt Burkett. He played uh, collegiate baseball at Ohio Northern University. We got close as we took some of our accounting classes together. So super excited to have him on. We'll talk. Um, I don't talk about it much, but I do um, love venturing into other sports just to kind of get an understanding for how they work and also just kind of understand um, why other people appreciate it. So just to kind of educate myself and, you know, potentially educate you guys. So that's what it's all about. But again, I love all of you. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a great rest of your week. My name is Preston Victory. And this is the Victory Sports Podcast.